Vision, strategy, tactics, also known as the cabbage, the slices, and the sprouts. Welcome aboard Sprout One. I am your host, Dave Algio, Chief Sprout Sweater. Settle back and ready yourselves for another short trip into your inner space. We will be serving up your meal of cabbages and sprouts with a dollop of insight into creating a more coherent approach to achieving your goals. It's episode 18, Vision, Strategy, Tactics, and the good old sprout. And as we lift off the pad and before you get into the episode, don't forget, if you find that the demands of life and the meaning of it all is leading you to sleepless nights, tossing and turning with deep and not so deep questions rattling around your head, then hop on over to thesproutsweater.com to gain access to my free Operation Snooze Sleep Improvement Audio Program. Start getting your head back and your shit together so that you can start getting life back on your terms. Sproutsweater.com In last week's episode, I encourage you to step away from working in your life and to spend some time working on it. In other words, to look at the bigger picture and to consider how your life, as it is being lived now, really matches up to your vision for your life and how it complements your values and whether what you're doing and how you are living actually is meaningful to you in a deeper sense. And this week, as promised, I want to give you a simple framework to help you to do just that to work on rather than in your life. And I am also planning to have a great interview with a friend and part inspiration to the content here, uh, Pete Wilkinson, who is the author of Unstoppable, Using the Power of Focus to Take Action and Achieve Your Goals. And you'll find the link in the show notes for that. That interview will develop this framework in what Pete calls the 135 plan. But enough of that for now. What I want to do now is give you the framework because I'm a big believer that getting detail heavy too soon can be a bit of a, a, a barrier to it. I want to give you the concept and the context first, and then you can start to flesh this out over time. So in order to do so, I want to revisit my time as a police officer. Don't worry, no war stories uh, per se, but I do think there's something useful to share from my time dealing with various incidents ranging, I guess, in complexity and severity. Now, as a young cop entering the service, I found a huge volume of acronyms and cloudy language uh, being used, and it was used to convey complex messages quickly and effectively. The phonetic alphabet being one of them, you know, the Alpha, Bravo, Delta, Charlie, all that kind of thing. That is there, so the chances of mishearing when, say, given a vehicle registration is minimised, because over a crackly radio, S and F sound the same, but Sierra and Foxtrot you know what letters you're talking about. So that's the point of some of this language. Anyway, there was one set of words that I came to understand that I I didn't relate to initially, and, you know, other than it being at sporting events for something like that, but um, it was the, fra- the words bronze, silver, and gold. Now, as you can imagine, I was immediately my thoughts go to the Olympics. But they actually related to the level of command and the focus that, that you give when managing an incident with some relative complexity. Now, I'm gonna generalize here in a brief explanation, but gold referred to that top level overview, that vision of what do we want? You know, there's an incident here. What do we want as the ideal outcome? The silver was the kind of strategic level area where we turn that vision into a small number of objectives. And I'll give you an example to illustrate shortly. We turn it into objectives and we have somebody focusing at that level to make sure that the strategy 
is achieved or fulfilled in order to achieve the vision. And then you have bronze, which is the, I guess, the boots on the ground, the leadership there to manage the staff and the resources to ensure that the tactics are achieved that help you achieve the objectives in the strategy at silver level and thus the vision at goal level. So the bronze is that kind of the getting things done at the ground level. So it might sound a bit complicated, but let, let me give you an example from a policing context and then we'll, we'll kind of turn it into something that's useful from a personal perspective. Let, let's just say, just as a general example, there's been a break in a large factory, high value items stolen, but in the process, damage has been caused to a gas pipe. So the site is safe, is unsafe, sorry. And you know, there's a risk that there might be a fire or an explosion. So that's quite a complex situation to manage with a number of issues. We've got the baddies, we've got the, um, the, the outstanding property that's stolen, which could be high value. We've got the damage to it and the risk to the public at large. So if, say, as a lowly cop, I was to attend that first off, if I didn't realise that complexity and that level, um, the level of complexity, I might end up focusing on one aspect to the exclusion of all the others. And that's the risk. I might end up looking at, well, how can I preserve evidence and not realise that there's a danger to the public or focus on that and perhaps risk losing evidence. So we need that bigger picture. We need that focus, which can be carried out by anybody, but in the policing, in this, in the context of this, it might be somebody of a, a higher rank who takes that higher level view. It might be an inspector or superintendent, depending on the, the level of the, the um, incident. And what they do is they'll look at it and think, right, what have we got here? What are the risks and what is the ideal outcome? So let's just, let's just generally say the ideal outcome here would be a safe resolution to the the safety of the site so the public are no longer at risk and then to catch the criminals and recover the property just to keep it very simple that's the vision that's the ideal outcome we have somebody who's decided that and formulated that and then works to translate it into the strategic level the silver level and may do this in consultation but what we're doing is we're talking about breaking that vision into chunks where there is a focus on key objectives because the objectives if we achieve them will then mean that the vision has been achieved so the objectives may be and again i'm just going to be generally three things ensuring public safety secondly protection and gathering of evidence and thirdly the capture and recover of the offenders and the um the property that's stolen so let's say we have three chunks there that then gives us an idea of the strategy that we need to focus on we need to focus on those three key areas but in order to actually achieve this we need to turn that into tactics things that need to be done and that's where the bronze level comes in that's the boots on the ground who who take ownership here so the lowly sergeant say sergeant Aljo is there is given the job of protecting the scene and pre preserving this public safety so my job as sergeant Aljo would be to think right well what do i do i need to form a cordon and that's just a fa fancy term for building a protective maintaining protective ring around the building at a safe distance evacuating anybody inside that ring whether it's in the factory or in a house that might fall inside the ring and getting everybody out and making sure nobody goes in and that might involve getting other police officers at certain points around that ring putting cones putting protective tape putting police cars on the road with flashy lights just to make sure that nobody drives in or out um, and that kind of thing so that tactical level is the bronze level and then some other sergeant might be responsible for this the scene preservation the, the the idea of looking after the evidence and they may be looking at well we need to get the csis the crime scene investigators ready uh, we need to look at um, are there any witnesses who are now out of the site to that we can interview etc etc 
But at that point, the strategic level, the silver needs to decide, well, what's the order of priority here? What's the most important chunk? And I would suggest, and we probably all would agree, that the first thing is public safety. The baddies, we can catch another day. We need to make sure nobody else gets hurt. So that takes its precedent. So at the bronze level, we have to understand there is an order and a priority and that I might have to go first with my tasks while another sergeant and their team waits. Now, that's a very simple level of the gold, silver, bronze. I am oversimplifying it, but I guess it's the key elements. And it's really useful for us to think about this if we translate that into looking at our life, working on our life rather than just in it. How do we translate that across? Because if the gold represents the vision and the outcome, our desired outcome, the silver is that strategic. What are the elements that we, if we work towards, we will achieve that vision? And the bronze, what are the tactics? And this is where I'm going to change things around a little bit. Because let's be right. You are not, you don't have the resources of a police force. And yes, they're as strapped as, as a lot of public sector organisations are at the moment. But as an individual, chances are there's just you. There may be other support like a coach, friends, family, colleagues at a gym. You know, there's, there's, there are other resources out there. But ultimately, you and your personal goals, it's you that take charge of this. And there's no doubt you know, when you set yourself a goal and you identify some actions, what we can often do is step into the role of doing the actions and forgetting to check in on the bigger picture and how we're proceeding. And do these actions make a difference and move us towards that? Or we end up staying in the planning and the dreaming phase. We don't actually move towards the, the tactical, practical, doing the things phase. Because to be honest, it's a bit woolly in the middle. I'm not sure what I need to be doing. I'm not sure what areas I need to break this down into. And that's where we can fall into not achieving our goal, inaction, freeze, or whatever. So this is where I want to kind of shift things across to, instead of gold, silver, bronze, let's think about cabbage, slices, and sprouts. So the cabbage, this represents the gold level. This is that vision, the bigger picture. And I'm not going to regurgitate what I talked about in the last two weeks' episodes, or the last week's episode in particular. Revisit that if you want to check that out, because I did talk about how do you work on your life, develop that bigger vision, and also check out episode 10, where I talk about goals and what's the point, where I talk about this idea of achieving goals within the context of the bigger picture. But the point is, it's having a bigger picture. And it's better to keep that general, because... A lot of information that we have is, or that we do, that we could potentially have, is unknown at this time. The future, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, and life has a way, doesn't it, of chucking things under your feet and getting in the way, and even offering up different opportunities or changing your mind. So, a very general vision that's loose can be really useful in helping us see right. For me, as I mentioned in episode 10, I think it was, it's about, or even last week's episode, um, I want to be in my 60s healthier and fitter than I am now, and you know, or barring mishap and all the other things, then I have a very rough vision. And out of that, I need to start slicing that cabbage down. Because that vision is one thing, that dream is one thing. But if I was to wait until I turn 61 to suddenly start, I've missed a, a lot of years, nine years without, you know, nine years plus um, of action that I could be taking. And also what deterioration could happen in my health that makes it even harder at that point. So it's not about leaving it to the last minute. So I have my vision, my cabbage, but rather than going straight to the sprouts, the tactics, I need to start to break it into chunks, slices. And why is that? It's pretty much because my brain can't handle the big vision as a whole and then translate directly into tactics in a coherent way. 
it handles slicing and breaking things down. So let's start to slice that cabbage into say two to four slices. You can have more, but ideally we're talking about focus, so less is more effectively. So two, three or four, I tend to go for three. These slices are the areas that you need to take focused action in to move you forward. So instead of securing the public safety and evidence gathering, and as I mentioned in the previous example, for this one, it might be uh, rest, eat and move. And I'm just using those as a very simple labels to illustrate. I'm stepping away from the word diet because there's so many connotations that I want to veer away from. And even exercise, because exercise means different things to different people. Rest, eat, move. I may have identified, hypothetically, that I need to get my sleep back. I need to feel more energetic. And I know that I find it hard to switch off. Uh, eat, yeah, I know that I tend to be all or nothing in my thinking. Next week's episode, I'm going to explore that. And I need to look at how I can eat healthier and eat less of the not so good stuff and move. I need to get more movement into my day more often. So that's my general objectives. But what's useful at that slice level is to turn it into something a little bit more measurable, something that, against which you can measure your progress and success. So perhaps it's to, for rest, wake up more, wake up on a morning feeling more rested more often than not. So have more days where I feel like I've had a good night's sleep than not. So beat the week, four days out of seven, for example. That for me would be a success and move me towards, or five days if I've already achieved the four. Um, and and etc. The eat might be to um, eat less takeaways or limit my takeaways to one a week, that kind of thing, depending on the situation we're in. That's a measure of success. Then I can move to the sprouts. And this is where we can focus on each objective in isolation, eat, rest, move, and consider the actions. Yes, there may be some overlap. So let's be right, by sleeping better, I'll feel more likely to, to eat right and move more. But I can focus in it and look at what actions will move me towards that. What are the habits? These can be one-off habits. Or they can, and or they can be, sorry, one-off actions and or habits that I can introduce. But the key is we need to break them down into small chunks so that they're achievable and doable. So let's, for example, say for rest, I decide, right, I'm going to spend some time sorting out my sleep environment, tidy it up, declutter it, that kind of thing. That's a one-off. Yes, it'll take some maintenance, but on the whole, it's one-off action. Another might be that I'm going to take 10 minutes every day twice a day, I'm going to set my phone alarm to take 10 minutes a day to park the computer agendas and to-do lists and just go off and read a book for 10 minutes and relearn how to relax. That's something I need to create as a habit. So those kinds of things are your sprouts. And as we develop that across each of the three objectives, we have a series of actions. So that in effect is what, what we have is the plan. We have the vision, the cabbage to which we're working. We have the slices, which we've identified are the key elements of that of that vision. And we have the sprouts to sweat. Now we write it down and we check in on that cabbage regularly. Not too often because you don't see progress as clearly. It's a bit like me with Rosie growing up. I see her every day. I don't see the changes that, the, that my mum sees when she comes to see her. She sees her at once a week or every other week. She sees the changes far more clearly than I do because I'm close to it. So don't check in on the cabbage every day or too frequently. The key is to identify the sprout sized actions that count. The ones that move you towards the slices and in so doing help you achieve the vision. And then we focus on ensuring they get sweated. As I've said in previous episodes, track the sprouts, not the cabbage. Check in on that and the slices, but track the sprouts. <laughs> 
So as I craft the Sprout One begins the landing process allowing you to return to your fellow humans, grab a piece of paper and split it into three sections. Cabbage, slice and sprout. And then take some time. As I mentioned in last week's episode, don't rush this or cram this. Just allow yourself 20 minutes a couple of times this week to develop your vision for life. Rough, loose, but clear in what you would really like it to resemble. Check out last week's episode as that refresh and then identify between two and four slices, possibly three is the optimum, the areas that will require action. And then for each slice, identify a handful of sprout-sized actions or habits to implement. Then focus on sweating those sprouts day to day. Hope that helps. Take care for now. I hope you've enjoyed your flight aboard Sprout One. For show notes and information on how to get the podcast feed direct to your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other favorite podcast feed, visit SproutSweater.com. And touchdown.